0: Welcome back to another episode of the Deep 3 Pod. I am Alexis, joined by Mike, of course. Tonight we have Nate out, where we're going to have Jackson filling in for him tonight. Um, We're going to go ahead and get started. We're entering week 20 of the NBA. Um, Just go right into, we just had a memorable, or John Morant, just had a memorable game, highlight game, on Monday against the Spurs, dropping 52 points. I'm going to go ahead and... Kick this off to Jackson, our special guest. Jackson, how was that game watching it? Literally a highlight reel. So,
1: um, that game was crazy. I didn't catch the game, but I saw the highlights. Mm -hmm. Um, I liked it a lot more than the game against the Bulls because he did pretty (laughs) much the same thing. He's really, man, like he's making it interesting because there's so many good players, like, I mean, all throughout the league, but he's really not like he had some hype going on and he had some like momentum for his MVP case before the all-star break. But like, I don't know. It kind of felt like it was too good to be true, but he's not stopping. He's not, not at all.
0: Mike, how did you feel about that game?
2: Yeah, it's crazy. Like the the highlight package that he put together himself that whole entire game (laughs) is kind of crazy. Like, with the half half court or a full court pass from Adams, he hits that buzzer beater, that dunk um, over a seven footer, and uh, he just he, he's a highlight reel, moving highlight reel. And I mean, I, I tweeted this the other day. Uh, John, they need to schedule Grizzly games and put them on TV, like uh, all the Grizzly games, because John Moran is a guy that just you can he he pull he gets the viewers, he gets the eyes. So I think you got to promote the hell out of him because he's good for the league, and and it's just you, you it's like. 2011 D Rose.
1: Yeah. yeah, really.
0: Yeah, a, I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah, like as a Bulls fan, like you don't like comparing to that, but like honestly, yeah. like the way they both scored in the paint, like he is making like highlight plays, and is great for Twitter and everything. But dude, he has been like so efficient too. Like hit him in. Um. Him and DeRozan, they're both, like, they're pretty much shooting crazy numbers from the field, but they're not even really shooting threes, and they're still putting up the same same
2: numbers, really. Yeah, it's crazy. He went 22 for 30 and 4 for 4 behind the, you know, three-point line. Um, Yeah, Moran, he does it all, too. I mean, he he slashes, but he he can distribute the ball, and he's got them third place right now. Uh, they're, They're probably playing the best basketball, I think, out of all the teams in the NBA right now, but Game back for uh, in the two spot in the West, um, seven games behind Phoenix, which I think Phoenix, you know, it could lose some ga- uh, ground here with Chris Paul being out. But um, mm-hmm. they still look good with Devin Booker basically taking over, uh, uh, bringing the ball up. But, uh, but, yeah, just Morant and the Grizzlies playing some of the best basketball in the league.
0: Yeah. I know, Mike, you said earlier that you feel like the Grizzlies are like the dark horse of the West. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like could – potentially you know stop the Grizzlies from continuing the streak that they're on um with advancing or not help them
2: I mean I I, injuries if they could stay healthy I I think they can go deep you know we don't know you know Chris Paul should be ready by playoffs but we don't know that for a fact Draymond Green's still out for the Warriors and I don't know in the West is there really another team that scares you other than those top two teams so um I think the Grizzlies, if they could just stay healthy, they can run with anybody in the West, uh, you know, as far as the other teams.
1: Yeah, I'd say, I'd say, like, if Chris Paul didn't get hurt, honestly, like, no disrespect to the Grizzlies, but I think the Suns were going to run away with it, at least for the regular season. Mm -hmm. Dude, like, anything could happen, really. Without Chris Paul, I mean, like, Booker's great, don't get me wrong, but... That's going to be a test for him. I think, honestly, like, that might – this might be a great opportunity for Devin Booker because he was a little pissed. He didn't say too much, but you could tell he was pissed he didn't make the all-star um, starter team. And um, I feel like this is a good case for him to get all pro at the end of the year because that's that was kind of the problem with CP. Like, CP was taking too many votes, but with him out – I think this is a good chance for him to, like, really, if he can hold it down and, like, maintain the first-place, like, status for the Suns, Mm -hmm. I think he'll be an all-pro. Yeah, while we're –
0: go ahead, Mike.
2: No, I was going to say, yeah, I totally agree with that. If the Phoenix Suns stay afloat and really hold on to that number one seed with Chris Paul being on and Devin Booker playing like he's been playing, then I agree he's definitely going to be uh, making all NBA team, uh, you know, whether it's first, second, or third team. But uh, I, I think he's already kind of on one of the teams right now. I mean, at least third team. But, um, yeah.
0: Where do you guys see the Suns' biggest challenge coming in? Where do you feel like they're going to have their biggest hill?
1: Which game? Yeah. Um, I, I know at- we're talking
0: very ahead, but.
1: I haven't – are we talking about games in the regular season or are we talking about we talking about playoff time?
0: Let's do regular season leading up to.
2: All right. Yeah, I mean, it just um, it depends on what they can really do without Chris Paul in the lineup. Um, you know, I, I think their schedule is pretty favorable, though.
1: Yeah, I'm not so, seeing anything too crazy.
2: So, really, they, they could hold on to this top spot. With ease, you know, I think they I think they were the only team to clinch a playoff spot, honestly, uh, before the all-star break or at the all-star break. But their schedule, I'm looking at it, it, it ain't that bad. Um, you know, it,
1: you, you, you could win at a, a big chunk of these games and, and hold on to that top spot. Yeah, I mean, they played the, I mean, they got the Bulls on the 18th, but I mean, I feel like that's almost more of a test for us. Than mm-hmm. other way around,
2: right? I mean, uh, uh, until that Bulls game, I think their really only challenge is Miami, and, and then maybe Milwaukee. So two games, and um, I mean that's a nice long stretch of just two hard games. In that stretch, that, that's not that bad.
1: Yeah. Um. So I can't really pick a game. I'd say. So I I would just think, the Suns. What's going to stop them is they're good now with their depth, but if they lose too many other guys, like, the West is so competitive, dude. Like, it's so hard to pick. It's so hard to, like, rank them really, like, definitively because, dude, I feel like it just goes night by night. Like, you can't forget. How are you going to forget about the Warriors? That's the only
2: thing with the Warriors is just Draymond's been out and they've been struggling without Draymond. Um, yep. they, they were, they were neck and neck with Phoenix in the beginning of the year. But once Draymond went, Draymond went down, I mean, you know, now they're six games back, you know, it, it's, they, they definitely fell behind a little bit, but in the West, I honestly think the East is now better than the West. You know, I think it's the top three teams in the West and everybody else. It's kind of inconsistencies. He has Some injuries and all that, but um,
1: at From least it I've, feels like MVP caliber players, like, seems yes. like it's, it's the East. Yeah,
2: most definitely. Which, which I mean, the, the top, even the Cavs, uh, which I've been, you know, mm-hmm. um, in, in our episodes, but, um, like, I, I like the East, like, one through six. Uh, that's a tough challenge. And that's not even including Brooklyn, who's on the outside looking in. Yeah,
0: just there. Do you guys feel like the Heat could be, like, I don't even know. I guess, like, the dark horse of the East, the Heat. Or do you feel like the East is going to do a complete, like, 180 on us?
1: Um, I mean, like we've been saying the whole show, it's going to have to do with health, for sure. Like, you got to get a little bit lucky. But, man, as a bullsman, I'm hoping we pull it out, (laughs) for sure. But, I mean – after what it's been like, two or three games, like Harden and Embiid, they already look so dangerous. Like the first night, they scored like sixty-three combined. Like, Um mm-hmm. uh, yeah,
2: I, I don't see anybody stopping the Sixers. To be honest, if, if the Sixers are, I just I don't see what team could beat them. It, it, they have one of the best offenses now, just because adding Harden and with him and Embiid. I mean, watching the first two games, it's 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 easy for them, and then Maxi. Um, he he's a more number three than Tobias Harris is, and, and that's that that's even more
1: dangerous as well. It's huge. They didn't lose him in the trade. Like mm-hmm. I kind of couldn't believe he was staying. I thought he was going. Yep. But I mean, dude, like the Bucks too. Like they've had some bad losses here, but I don't know. I I kind of don't believe the cliche saying you can't like turn it on and off like winnings like winnings a consistent thing you do but dude I don't know sometimes man like if you're not gonna stop Giannis and there's times where I've seen him play dude it just looks like you can't even if you want to you know so, honestly, if I had to be honest how it would turn out one through five, end of the season, I'd say I'm gonna go Sixers number one, Heat number two, Bulls, and then Bucks and then Cavs. But
0: Sixers, Heat, Bulls, Bucks, Cavs,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I get what I, you're saying I, I, though, Jim yeah, about like the, like the Bucks kicking it up in the second.
1: Yeah. But that's the thing, you you don't want to face the Bucks in the playoffs. So I feel like for them it almost doesn't matter, you know, because if, if they want to turn it on, I think they can. I
2: don't know. I you know, I've been I've been waiting for them to turn it on all year. I haven't seen the Bucks turn it on and there, there might just be some of that championship hangover that I think this year.
1: I've seen some good games from them though, like some statement games. They beat the, they beat the Knicks, or they beat earlier in the season when the Lakers still were playing some decent basketball. With AD, he dominated AD like it wasn't even a contest. Like it was all him. He looked like the MVP. Um, they had a good game earlier this season against the Nets too. I want to say. Like I've seen him a couple times against, like, you know, the guys you want to play well against. Like, he showed up. He showed up pretty big so far.
2: Yeah, Giannis is. Not, that's not what I'm worried about for the Bucks. It's just everybody else. I mean, they're they're two and four since that Lakers game. Um, you know, losing to the Sixers, losing to the Nets, like losing to the Suns. I mean, these are teams you know, if they make it to the finals, probably gonna see the Suns if they make it too. But these are playoffs teams. you got you gotta, you know, beat. I know it's regular season, and season's long, but um, I just I don't know. We're I'm, we're used to seeing the Bucks go on these long winning streaks. I haven't really seen that this year that they just been so inconsistent. And I that's why I'm like just seeing the Sixers the first two games. I, I don't I don't know who is gonna be able to stop and beat. I mean, you can put Giannis on him all you want, but Embiid has just been getting his whenever he wants and, and getting to the free free throw line. I think he, he took like 20-something free throws uh, the other night. So I just – with him and then you add Harden who, who's an elite scorer and, and, again, the pick and roll, which just looks flawless. It looks too running it. Right.
1: Yeah. I agree.
2: Like, it, it's just it, – it's amazing. It's, it's amazing to watch just lot. I mean, obviously rooting for the Bulls, but the Sixers is just—I don't know who can beat them. I I really don't, and we'll see what the next.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so you know, like whenever like uh, new teams assemble, how they like right away, you just got to make your like legendary comparison. That's like not really, (laughs) but dude, it seriously looks like like Shaq and Kobe. Like, I was just like, like if we're being like. If we're just being crazy about it, like, just the shooter, that's when he gets to a spot, like, that's it. Mm -hmm. It's going unless you block it. And then just – honestly, Embiid, he's playing like Shaq-esque for sure. Like, can't stop him. Shit,
2: it almost reminds me a little bit stocking him alone, just, you know, having that guy. Because, I mean, Harden's just as good as a, you know, passer of the ball too. And now you got some shooters around you. I mean, I just, it's it's impressive that they were able to get the deal that they did, you know, trading away Ben Simmons and only giving away, uh, you know, Seth Curry. Uh, I thought, Mm -hmm. like you said, they were going to get rid of Maxie or or bull. Like, it's nuts what they were able to retain and keep as well. So I
0: know now the the Sixers are possibly emerging as front runners to obtain uh, DeAndre Jordan, Mm-hmm. Uh, with losing their center with Andre, Andre Drummond, jump. how do you guys feel like that will be? Well, him being on the Sixers, what kind of factor that would bring to the team, if any?
2: I'm not really too big on it. Like, I don't think De- DeAndre mm-hmm. wasn't doing anything in, in, in LA. He didn't do anything in Brooklyn. He's just past his prime. And I get it. You're trying to fill that void of, uh, you know, DeAndre, or yeah. Uh, Andre Drummond, which I think, you know, it kind of sucks they had to give him up, but you had to give up somebody. And it's so crazy. He's been traded so many times. I feel like this dude's, like, in his 30s. I think Drummond's still only 28 years old or something. So, uh, (laughs) but, yeah, I I don't think it's going to be much. It's just a veteran that you get on your your squad. A little depth.
1: Yeah. Other than that, yeah, no, I agree. It's not good. It's not bad. Like, it's not bad, but – It's not going to make or break anything. Nothing
0: major. Yeah. Going back real quick to the West, I just want to speak on the Lakers. I know that they just acquired DJ Augustine and uh, Wayne Gabriel. I feel like the Lakers are in their last little stretch of making, you know, team adjustments to further advance themselves or at least try to. With these two um, new acquires onto the team, how do you guys feel The Lakers are going to be moving now. Got some backup for Westbrook. Will that change a lot for them? No, Mm -hmm. both your faces look like? Absolutely not. So so the Lakers just like, what do you guys feel like the future of the Lakers looks like now? Big franchise, big names on that team. Not really living up to all the hype that they had. Obviously, we've talked about this many, many times on the show. What do you guys feel like are the next steps for the Lakers given that they really haven't had the season? Uh,
2: as far as this year, I think they got to cut their losses. I don't it, I look, like their schedules tough. Like they had one of the easiest schedules in the first half and, and there's six games under 500. So like looking at their schedule now, they got a lot of playoff teams on that. Uh, they're at, they might not even make the playoffs and, and that's with LeBron, but it's it's just injuries and the age of this team. I mean, you know, everybody was making fun of it when everybody was put together, but it's – everybody was right. and It's exactly (laughs) what we we thought this roster was going to look like preseason. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we knew AD wasn't going to be able to stay on and and be healthy and actually contribute as much as LeBron needs him to. We knew Westbrook was going to be an awful fit, and he's just – regressing alarmingly like you know past five years so yeah i mean he can't do it all I and mean, he doesn't have the talent around him and they, they can't afford um or, or go out to get any
1: yeah. yeah i don't know if they're much i don't know if there's much to do if you're the lakers to be honest mm-hmm. um it's like i said before the show i mean it's sad like that you like because your former MVP, former all-star Russell Westbrook point guard, he's playing so bad that you need to get DJ Augustine in the middle. <laughs> like, I w- I'd be upset if that happened to Kobe this year. I'd be disappointed, let alone Russell Westbrook. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what all their contracts look like. So AD's got what, like two more years, maybe? He signed like a three year deal. Maybe I'm wrong. I'd have to look it up. I wasn't sure on AD's contract. But I mean, well, next year they'll still have LeBron and they'll still have A D, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Um I don't know. To me, like for LeBron, I feel like the rest of the season is just about pride. Like, can you put together like somewhat of a season where you can get people back in the seats next year? Like,
0: yeah,
1: just stop the bleeding, really. But I think, like, I feel that it's about all you can do. They're not gonna do anything in the playoffs if they make the playoffs. Um,
0: you don't feel but, like that is gonna I mean, kick in like that
1: maybe braun steals the series I could see it but like realistically yeah no I don't I Not don't see much. much of a run but I mean it's LeBron like no disrespect to him like MJ's number one but still LeBron's great and I'm sure he'll do something but no overall I feel like stop the bleeding yeah
0: yeah. So with that being said, for you guys is Western top five now, or should we do breakout for the second half? Yeah, or just your top five.
2: Mm. Top five of the West. Yeah, where I think. It's I know Jackson end gave up. his
0: top five of the East. Yeah.
2: Yeah, where I think it'll end up. Um, yeah, end up. I think Phoenix is going to be able to still hang on, but I think Memphis is probably going to jump Golden State for that second seed. Golden State probably go to three. Um, and then maybe Denver jump up to four, and then the Jazz at five. Dallas might drop one, but I think Dallas is playing really well. So, I don't know. I'd I'd probably go Phoenix, Memphis, Golden State, Dallas, and Utah. Okay.
1: You think the Lakers are going to even make the playoffs?
2: I I, I, I really don't think so. I I don't think so. Just the the way – and the schedule that they have, but the way they're current, like currently, the health is just... It,
1: it, it's bad. It's bad. They're nine right now.
2: Yeah, so I, that's going to be bad. But if, if the Lakers are in a play-in tournament against the Clippers, that's going to be problems.
1: For who? How did
0: you guys feel, real quick, how did you guys feel about that uh, Clippers and Lakers game, with the Lakers losing? Uh,
1: I honestly, to be honest, I didn't really watch it, but.
0: Was that a surprise? Were we expecting that?
2: Yeah, I don't know how the Lakers are losing to a Clippers squad without Kawhi, without uh, Paul George. George. And and to me, the Clippers being in the race right now, and if they get these two guys back, they can cause issues in, in the playoffs, you know, obviously once. Kawhi, if he comes back, I know there's a lot of rumors that he might sit out, but um, you know, Paul George, too, we don't know what's going on with, but if if they make the playoffs, and then those two guys get magically healthy, watch out for the Clippers. Yeah. If They have depth.
1: Yeah, if you're going to take anything from that game, I mean, yeah, no, I would, after watching that, no, Lakers aren't going to make the playoffs. (laughs) Yeah, right. You can't can't beat the Crosstown team, like You want to win that game.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Some consolation for the season, but I guess not.
2: Yeah.
1: So Um, then Jackson,
0: you're top five?
1: I'll be quick. I'll probably say – I'm going to say the Suns are going to hold on to it too. Um, You know what? I'm going to keep the Warriors at two, Grizzlies three, Nuggets. I think the the Nuggets are getting a little healthier. I'll say Nuggets four and Jazz
0: five.
1: Yeah. 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 Sounds good to me. That's fine.
0: Only thing I would change would probably be Dallas five for me. me yeah well do you guys see the uh jazz going higher than fourth seed possibly
2: i don't i don't see them i, I know they're always a good regular season team but yeah i don't know, i think this is finally the year that they're not going to be a top you know top half of the west
1: yeah i just think they lack like They lack that guy. Like, they're so solid all around. But, like, when it's time to get a bucket, like, end of the game, like crunch time, they have good guys, don't get me wrong. But it's like – it just feels like they don't have that guy. Yeah, Donovan
2: Mitchell, he's not consistent enough, I feel like.
1: He could be. uh, Yeah. But it just – I don't know. Maybe I could tweak that a little bit, but it just doesn't – I don't have that much confidence in them. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see.
0: Yeah,
1: I wouldn't be yeah like yeah I wouldn't be like shocked if that happened, but I just I doubt it. If I had to guess,
0: so we're more. You guys are looking forward to the East. I like which conference you guys is feel like going to be more entertaining.
2: I think the East for sure. Uh, just you know the star power in the East, and then. Just the way the teams have been playing, it's you got a lot of good teams that are fun to watch in the East, the West. I mean, the Jazz to me aren't fun to watch. The Nuggets aren't that great to watch with all the injuries. Um, you know, the Mavs are just because of Don, you know, Luca. But I just, it's hard. Like I like Minnesota, and they're bottom of the West. But like as far as like the East, like all, all, like all top six. You know, even the Celtics who are you know, up and down. They they got some young talent that are fun to watch.
1: Yeah, I'd have to agree with the East as well, for sure.
0: Yeah. Since we're ahead and we're doing all these future predictions, what do you guys feel like uh, for MVP?
2: I think Embiid right now is the runaway. But Morant is making a lot of noise. A lot of noise. And I feel like it, it could be them one and two.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, unless unless he goes through a slump, that's what it's going to take. I think it's going to take a slump from him and either Giannis or Morant, obviously. Um, maybe Steph, you know, he'll go crazy. People like Steph. But yeah, unless he goes through a slump, he's gonna have it. Yeah, I think.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us on another episode of the Deep Three Pod. Jackson, thank you again for joining us on tonight's episode. Um, We will go ahead and see you guys next week. Thank you.
1: Later. Later. Thanks for having me.